Bonjour, wonderful listeners. Steph here. I've got another two fantastic audio dramas to share with you at the end of this episode, so make sure to stick around, okay? First up is Where the Stars Fell, created, run, and starred in by none other than Spectre's fiery Atalanta Harris, Newton Shadokati. Join Dr. Ed Tucker in this supernatural mystery audio drama as she searches for answers to mysteries just beyond the tree line. But is she ready for what finds her? Give it a listen and hear for yourself. Our second trailer is Badlands Cola, an indie mystery horror audio drama created and run by Renee Taylor Clint. There's something in the mud, and Badlands Cola seeks to find out what exactly that is. This show premiered on June 21st, and boy, oh boy, <laughs> did it get a lot of hype, and for good reason. I don't want to give away too much, but if you're into Limetown or House of Leaves, Badlands Cola might be right up your alley. Yeah, well, seriously, listen to the show. It is chef's kiss. <laughs> All right, enough of my rambling and buckle on down for a pretty eventful episode of Spectre. Episode 5, First Day Nerves. Spectre is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This episode contains content that may be alarming to some listeners. Please check the show notes at spectrepod.com for a more detailed description prior to listening. Yes? It's me! Come on in. Ah, whoopsie! <laughs> what is all this? Well, I thought since we were both cooped up here, and maybe this is just me freaking out about Warbly, I thought, well, I thought we could distract each other. With face masks? Exactly! Spa night! I don't know, Macy. Oh, come on. It'll be fun. We can even watch something on my projector. I heard that new romance or whatever with what's-his-face in it is actually really good. Yeah, I'm not much of a romance. Oh, you. You sound just like Eddie. 
We've got a lot of time to kill while we're stationary, you know. Otherwise, we'll just be sitting here waiting to move again. Wait, I, I thought we were going to a nearby system to get help for Warren. No, Lillian decided against it. Gergar said that Warbly is getting better and that he can take care of him right out of the medbay. Eddie brought us to a nearby depot station, and we're parked here until Lillian gives us the go-ahead. If you ask me, I think we're laying low because of what we just did on that planet. Really? He started recovering that quickly? When he came on board, Nuh-uh! He... Stop it! We are relaxing! Gerger has it handled. He's the best. We don't need some fancy hospital, and Warbly is really strong. He always is. So, spawn night, yeah? Yeah, I guess so. But do we have to watch the romance? Surely you have something with a little more grit to it? Uh, maybe? Hold on. I need to find... Okay, here it is. I don't remember the last time I backed this thing up, but I could check to see what movies I have stored on it. Don't get your hopes up, though. I've got lots of romances. They're my favorite. Just... Try to find something that at least has some action, even if it is a romance. You got it. So, Warren, you said he was going to be okay because he's strong? Has something like this happened before? Oh, sure. Plenty of times. He and Ida get it the most because they're the strongest, but they can take it. Oh, here's one. It's super old, but it's one of my favorites. Have you ever seen The Mummy? can't say that I have. Ooh, yes, this is definitely the one we're watching. It's so good, you don't even know. It's set back in the beginning of the 20th century, or, you know, sometime way back then, and these people bring this really old, ugly guy back to life on accident, and he's got these powers, and they have to kill him before he destroys Earth and sucks the life out of everyone. (laughs) Sounds promising. It is! Okay, so we have the movie picked out. I'm gonna... I'm gonna do this mask. The stuff on it is pretty slimy and smells, well, interesting, but it makes my skin feel really soft, and it has anti-aging properties. See? Says so right here. (laughs) You're a little young to be worrying about that, don't you think? Lillian always says, you can never start preventative skincare too early. What about this one? Do you think it'll be good for me? You can't really go wrong, honestly. But sure, this is a really good one. It's for hydration, which would help you out a lot. (laughs) Hey now! No, that's not what I meant. It gets really dry on board, so that should be really helpful. Right. Noted. (laughs) Sicily? What? Huh? You were falling asleep at your desk. I was? Oh. Damn it! I haven't even... How many scans have I missed? Oh, God damn it! Hey, relax. It's okay. You gotta get some rest. Rest? Rest? And what do you expect me to do when I'm not prepared for my next debrief with Dr. Amos? Hmm? Just walk away a failure and lose everything I've fought for? If I don't get this done, it's not just me out of a job. It's me, you, and everyone else working on this project. Now, if you have any brilliant ideas, feel free to chime in. No, I don't. That's right, because you're just a fucking intern. If I need to forego sleep, you'd better believe that I'm going to do it. 
Now get out of my space and let me work. Jeez. Sorry. Hey, wait. Gods, I'm sorry. I'm under a lot of pressure, but that's no excuse for how I just behaved. You are just as valuable as me, and I lashed out like an asshole. Don't worry about it. I understand. But it is 3 a.m. They see even 10 minutes can provide restorative sleep without subsequent drowsiness. <sighs> yeah, maybe you're right. How about I take a whack at going through the last few scans while you get some shut-eye? I know what to look for. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Good. Now get out of here. Even if it's just for a quick break. Promise me you'll try to sleep a little bit? <sighs> yeah. Promise. I'll be in one of the sleep pods. Come get me if you find anything. Sure. Thanks. A lot. Anytime. Wasn't that just the best? I'll admit, it was a lot better than I thought it would be. <laughs> what part did you like most? Oh, I don't know. My um, favorite was when Rick yelled at the mummy. You know, when he went all, ah! Right, when they first saw it. Yeah, and the mummy yelled back at him. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I liked the ending, when they rode off into the desert sunset, not knowing that they had an entire bag of historical artifacts and treasure slung across the camel's butt. <laughs> Ooh, when they kissed! <laughs> yes, when they kissed. I love a happy ending. But I thought you didn't like romances. I actually do. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but don't tell anyone, okay? Your secret is safe with me. You know... Rick kind of reminds me of Warbly. Warren? <laughs> Why? Because of his bullheadedness? <laughs> well, a little, I guess. I guess it's just... he's strong. I know Warbly can take care of me, you know? Rick feels the same way. Like, he'd make everything okay if things were going wrong. Yeah, I, I can see that. That's why I know he's going to be okay. Warbly is really strong. Yeah, he'll be fine. You know, I'm pretty tired. I think it's time I head to bed. Ah, really? I was hoping we could watch the second one. There's a second one? Yeah, there are three of them and a whole spin-off franchise about a scorpion-human hybrid. They're not as good as the first one, obviously, but... Come in. My seat, Lillian is calling for you on the bridge. Huh? Kind of late, isn't it? I don't ask questions. Uh, I'll patch the call into my room. Same channel as always? Yep. Well, I guess that's my exit. We'll watch the second one another time, yeah? Rick awaits us. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Did they make you watch that super old mummy movie? Gods, expand your horizons, kid. Movies are so much better nowadays. The mummy is perfection, and you know it. Good night, Rodecahedron. Mm, that one needs work. Good night. Sleep well. Night. Lights off. Hey, 
Thank you for visiting the Upsilon facility. Please visit the front lobby to check in. We're so glad you're here. Why, hello, and welcome to the Upsilon facility. May I see your ID, please? Oh, yeah, sure. Thank you so much. Let me just get you checked in. And there you are. For the purposes of the trial, you've been assigned to a pseudonym to protect your identity. From this point forward, you'll be referred to as Roe. It's very strongly recommended that you only use this name, even when interacting with the other participants. That seems a little excessive, don't you think? Oh, Dr. Amos is very interested in protecting the privacy of our trial participants. We want you to feel perfectly and absolutely safe here at the Epsilon facility. Okay. Oh my gods, no friggin' way! Jefferson Hammond. <laughs> what in the hell are you doing here? Hey, buddy, how you doing? It's been what, five, six years? Oh man, has it been? Yeah, yeah, close to it. I'm guessing you got dispatched here as well? Affirmative. Taking part in this uh, trial. Hey, are they giving you as much money as me? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Your insanity obviously puts you at a premium. They'll be able to study you for years. <laughs> You're right about that. So tell me, where have you been? How have you been? You know, same as always. Doing well. Uh, never stay in the same place long enough to put down roots. Well, you've never been anything if not consistent. Hey, I am not about to break a lifelong tradition of military-bound itinerancy. <laughs> How about you? You'll never believe this. I actually did settle down. Got myself a wife and everything. Shit, I even got myself two dogs and a cat. A wife. You. Uh-uh. I'll never believe it. <laughs> and to the gods, she said she'd come visit while I'm here so I can rub your face in it then. What about you? Did uh, you and old, uh, 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 what's his name, ever tie the knot? No, unfortunately. It just never worked out. Our lives were too subject to change. It doesn't really make for a healthy relationship, you know? Excuse me. You're just getting here, right? The opening presentation is about to start. You can finish checking in once it's over. Please, come this way. Already getting us in trouble. I have to watch out for you. Damn straight you do. Oh, my ribs. You're the last two, so please sit here. Your welcome bags have your names on them. Bro. Huh. Guess that's who I am now. Who are you? You can call me. Sigma. Ooh, how official. I guess it tracks, though. Looks like everyone has names from the Greek alphabet. That's weird, right? That they renamed us? Oh, hell yeah. Super weird. <laughs> Welcome, friends, to the Upsilon facility. We're so glad you're here. Today, you took one fantastic step towards making the world a better place. Over the next six months, you'll provide us with an immense amount of data that will impact human interaction with technology so massively that the world as we know it will be forever changed. My team and I will be spending the next hour with you to explain what the trial will be like, expectations. You know, for throwing so much information at us over the course of an hour, I can't help but feel like they didn't actually tell us anything. Oh, I don't know. Honestly, I zoned out after the first 10 minutes, but I 
think I got everything I needed. They didn't even tell us what the trial was for or what we'd be doing over the next six months. Uh, that's all I need. We'll be here six months and I don't have to do anything past basic participation and they give me three square meals a day. These are dream orders, buddy. Hell, there's even a cafe in the lobby. I don't know. Something feels off. <sighs> Look, I don't know about you, but the last decade has sent me to hell and back again. I'm so close to meeting my full ten years, I'll do just about anything to get me over that final hump. I mean, I get that, Look, but you... we just need to let them do some tests on us. That's all. It'll be the easiest six months of your entire tenure. Pinky swear. Um, excuse me, Ro? I guess you have a point. <laughs> Hell yeah, I have a point. Look, take this as an R&R period. You never know when you'll be forced into conflict again. Even I'm not safe after I meet my tenure requirement. Something big happens, all I have to do is issue an executive order and I'm back in it again. No questions asked, no appeals, do not pass go. Um, Ro? Sorry, I really hate to bother you, Looks but... Looks like someone's trying to get your attention. What? Oh! Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I haven't gotten used to the new name yet. Oh, there is nothing to apologize for, Ro. Let's just finish getting you checked in, okay? Oh, right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I am never gonna get used to that. What, Ro? I think it fits you. Who knows, maybe six months from now you'll change your name officially. I'm already getting quite partial to you. Sigma. Myself. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> oh, see you in the cafeteria for lunch. You know it. Oh, I'm hoping they have prime rib. Oh, what if they have chocolate mousse? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Later. Hey, Reba Dirty bud. Yeah. Alright. Sorry about that, old friend. <laughs> um, where were we? I've still got your information pulled up, so it's just a matter of finalizing your check-in and giving you your welcome packet. Fantastic. All right, we've got you all set up in suite 2432 on the top floor. I didn't tell you this, but it's one of the nicest ones. Oh, I bet you tell that to everyone who checks in. Oh, no, not at all. It's close enough to the bathrooms on the floor, but not close enough to hear or smell anything, well, unpleasant. It's also closest to the hallway that leads to the cafeteria, so if you plan appropriately, you can be the first in line to get the best food. It's also one of the only rooms with the large windows. I mean, everyone has windows, obviously, but this one in your room, it's massive and actually has a really nice view. Well, I'll consider myself lucky then. Oh, and it's a little bigger than the others since it's on a corner, so you actually have a little sitting area. Oh, fancy. I'm happy to have some creature comforts for the next little bit. I know, you're so very lucky. Anyway, here's your key, if you could please sign here. And here. And finally, here. And you're all set. I didn't just sign away my firstborn, did I? <laughs> Only for the next six months. Oh. Well, um, okay then. Your room is located through that hallway to the left. At the end of that hallway are the elevators. Just hop on in there, ride to the top floor, and then follow the signs to your room number. Got it. Thanks. Oh, and Ro, if you need anything, please don't hesitate to ask. Will do. Ro? Yes? I know you just checked in, but we're moving pretty quickly through everyone's physicals. You're up next. Wow. Uh, efficient. <laughs> uh, do I have time to put my bags away? You can bring them with you. You just have the bag you're carrying and this rolling suitcase here, right? Yeah, th that's everything. Okay, great. Follow me and we'll get started. The office is just over this way. 
Sorry. I, I... I... I don't know what happened. That was a hell of a dream. It was dreaming? Sure as hell seemed like it. Help me get her to Med Bay. Now. Okay. You have just been listening to Spectre, an indie sci-fi audio drama podcast. I'm Steph Howerton, the creator and showrunner, and I am so glad that you chose to spend some time with us today. If you have a moment, I'd appreciate it if you could rate and review Spectre on your podcast platform of choice. It's a really great and easy way to help new listeners find the show, and the more people who listen, the more we can do in future episodes. This episode featured the voice talents of myself, Steph Howerton, as Ro. David S. Deere as Garen Bykirch, Tal Manier as Macy Vincent, Newton Shottlecotty as Adelanta Harris, Kareem Cronfley as Dr. Carl Amos, Lindsay Zana as Dr. Cicely Bennett, Justin Rygard as Jefferson Hammond, Jennifer Trella as the front desk agent, and Emily Summers as the overhead announcer. Sound design by Brad Colebrook and music by Tim Roscoe. For a written list of credits and a full transcript of this episode, please visit SpectrePod.com. That's S-P-E-C-T-R-E pod.com. You can also chat with us on Twitter or Instagram via the handle at SpectrePod. Thank you so much again for spending part of your day with us. There are a plethora of great podcasts to listen to out there, and I am so honored that you opted to listen to Spectre. Have an absolutely wonderful day. This is routine update log number six for Dr. Edison Tucker concerning my research into the town of Jerusalem, Oregon, and the existence of the supernatural, paranormal, mythological, etc., etc., blah, blah, blah. Anyway, since arriving, I've definitely encountered some stuff that could be classified under weird ass. I mean, where else does putting lamb's blood on people's doorways actually work as pest control? And nobody in town will talk to me about the picnic area near Lincoln's farm. Although, could be because everybody thinks I'm one of those monster hunting idiots. Which I'm not, okay? I am an experienced professional who takes my work extremely seriously, and I am going to prove this if it's the last thing I ever- oh, Dr. Tucker, what have I told you about keeping samples in the fridge? 
Although, to be honest, I think the biggest mystery on my hands is how I'm going to survive living with Lucille Kensington, stuck-up extraordinaire. So, if you guys don't hear from me again, it wasn't something in the woods that got me. Probably. Where the Stars Fell. Available now wherever podcasts are found. Badlands Cola is a cinematic thriller, mystery, audio fiction podcast about eldritch fossils, hate flirting, and liminal nightmares that yawn wide in the desert night. I'll see you there. You won't see me.